there's also a lot of value in reviewing what you're doing and finding joy in, in the process itself. Hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock-solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh. Sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Walter. Uh, you know, everybody has some sort of addiction in some small or big way, I think. And... Um, how do we harness that and like turn it in a different direction or a more positive direction instead of like a negative direction? What do you think about that? Yeah, that's really good. That's a really good point. So you kind of see that with people who are like addicted to, to eating when they get depressed or sad, mm, yeah. and then they end up getting addicted to exercise or some, you know, something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. yeah, I think what you want to do is think about the breakdown, the, the chemical thing that's happening at a basic level. And I'm, I'm this is gonna be super basic, right? And I'm not a neuroscientist, but I know just enough to be dangerous. <laughs> and um, I'm married to someone who knows a lot about the brain. So let me tell you that. So let's talk about this. You do something that you're addicted to. Okay, mm. what happens in the brain? It doesn't matter if it's like sex or f- food or danger. Like you like to do dangerous things like um, skydive or surf big waves or hunt crocodiles or whatever, you know, something that's like really crazy, right? You know, rock climbing without a rope, whatever that's called, free climbing or something. Yeah. Yeah. So stuff like that, right? So what what happens in the brain is basically you get a flood or drugs, you get a flood of the happy chemicals, right? That Mm -hmm. make you really happy. All right. So what happens over time is you kind of get used to that. So you become, you build up a tolerance. So you have to do more drugs. You have to do scarier rock climbs. You have to surf bigger waves to kind of get to that same level. If you know that you want out of that, you could do a 12-step program, right? Those are pretty popular. And, yeah. and you know they have a pretty good track record, right? Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to do that, you could shift your focus into something that you want to be really vigilant. So with trading, you could just shift over. Uh, like, let's say you really want to start following your rules of trading. You just, you just, you're like a random gambler, right? Mm-hmm. You see some tips, you, see, you read an article on FX street or whatever. You see one of your videos and you say, Oh, Hugh likes Bitcoin. So I'm going to go in on Bitcoin or whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. you just, you're all over the map. So what you can do now is what is just focus on this specific idea of rewarding yourself, of getting that flood of happy chemicals in your brain when you do the right thing. So mm-hmm. what you do is you reward yourself for following your trading rules, right? That's a really good way to shift on. And it's just, it works with anything. So like you would reward yourself for sticking to your diet, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you like to do? Well, you like to eat. Okay, well, what do you want to do? Like, how do you want to reward yourself for sticking to your diet? Well, maybe you go out and buy yourself a new dress or a new set of golf clubs or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of, you're trying to move the focus from away from what you what you've sort of used as your crutch to what you want, right? To what you want to change to. So like procrastination is a big one. A lot of people procrastinate. Mm-hmm. What you can do then is you just set up this reward system and go, look, if I don't procrastinate, you know, on this thing that I'm supposed to do every day, five days out of the next seven, then I'll take my, I'll buy myself a movie or whatever. Like, I don't even know if you can go to the movies anymore. We can't over here. I don't know if they're open over there or what, <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, you know, something like that or, or buy myself a book or mm-hmm. uh, a trading course or, you know, take myself to frozen yogurt. If I, mm. if I, yeah, if I follow my diet Monday through Saturday, 
then on Sunday I can go and get a frozen yogurt, right? Or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Just treat myself. So you kind of want to make it into a game where you, you know, you win the game by doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And so, cause we fall into those, um, those habits. The other thing is to have someone to be accountable to. And that's why the 12 step stuff works because you get people who are like your sponsor or whatever. And they're like, okay, like, you know, you have to fess up to your sponsor and say, no, man, I actually had a drink yesterday or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah, having someone that you're accountable to every week that you talk to and you say, okay, this is what I did. This is what I'm working on. So it went well, three out of four days or whatever. So yeah, that's, that's how I look at it. Do you have any um, ideas on that? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, that's obviously really important to have a little bit of that dopamine hit, I guess, right? When you do something yeah. right. But I think there's also a lot of value in reviewing what you're doing and finding joy in, in the process itself. So are you maybe trading in a, in a way that's too stressful for you? I, I find this a lot. Like people want to day trade. They want to this, like, they have this idea of the like, sexy day trading, right? Like making $2,000 a day or whatever. But in reality, most people would probably do better just swing trading. So I think just reviewing the process, do you find the process fun? Is your filling out your trading journal, could it be easier or could it be more fun? I think that's a really good way to entice yourself to keep on going because you find the process enjoyable or you maybe have a trading strategy that you know has a small stop loss and a big winner. Some people like that. Some people find that fun or some people like having consistent winners that are just maybe one R and some people enjoy that. So I think there's uh, something to look at there also. Yeah. And I think you bring up a really good point about the process. And one of the things I learned at the FX, the last FX Street conference that they had in Barcelona, I don't know, 2013 maybe or something. No, it was maybe 2011. It was a while ago. Mm -hmm. Anyway, one thing I was thinking about there, which really, there's a lot of great traders. There's a really cool conference. It's, I wish they still had it because it's, you know, a lot of the presenters there, they would come back mm -hmm. like in future years because it's kind of small and it was really, yeah, it was really good. Anyway, one of the things I was thinking about there was this idea of embracing the unknown. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about like how as traders, that's our whole job. And so different to everyone else who they go to work the same road, you know, they walk in the same door, they say hi to the same people, they sit down at the same desk, like they do all this stuff every single day. It's so boring. You have the same <laughs> meeting on Monday, yeah. you know, whereas traders, it's so cool that we actually have this different thing. Like I might not take a trade today. Maybe I will take a trade today. Maybe mm -hmm. my other trades I took last week are going to be losers this, today, or maybe they're going to cash out or, you know, and so this, we get paid for uncertainty. So whereas some people know they're going to get that paycheck every month or every two weeks or whatever it is, we don't know that. Like you're saying, like the process, part of the process, I believe as traders is that we get to embrace the uncertainty. We get to say, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen in this trade. Mm -hmm. I really don't. I know I have about a 46.5% chance it'll work out, which means, of course, I have a 53% chance it's not going to work out. But um, it's kind of cool knowing that, you know, I've, I've, put, I've put it in. It's in the platform. We're going to see what happens now, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm either going to get paid for this or I'm not. And a, a lot of people, they don't want to do that. And that's why, you know, your job is, is to be a trader. That's why you get this job because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't want to do it. So, yeah, so I think... I think that idea of looking at uncertainty as a good thing, and we try so hard to make the uncertain certain, like we'll, you know, we'll add a new indicator or we'll do another back test or we'll try and something to make it so that we, you know, we feel like we have more control. Mm -hmm. We won't take this trade or we will take that 
signal and and yet it still is just a roll of the dice you just don't know what's going to happen on any given trade you really don't and so and if anyone doubts that you can do that in your journal write down how likely it is to work out and see if you're right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> see if you're if you actually have uh, the ability to tell those trades that are more likely to work out than others you know give it a scale give it a one to ten rating mm-hmm. and see that's a really good way because people trick themselves into thinking that they that they can tell the best trades right yeah um, yeah you just don't know usually yeah. i think that's that's really the crux of trading right like if you can find joy in that uncertainty then i think that's mm. the best start place to start right yeah absolutely it's just let it go you know it's, it's like when you teach a kid how to ride a bike and you push them for the first time and they're just like they don't have their training wheels and they're like kind of wobbly you know mm. that's how i feel like every time with the trade i'm just kind of like pushing it off and just okay let's see where this goes you know <laughs> yeah. we yeah. could skin our knee or we could have like yeah i did it you know you know you just don't know it doesn't yeah. and it is still it still is fun to win i mean i always say things like trading is boring Hey there, I hope you're finding this episode useful. I just wanted to let you know that Walter and I give away something valuable every month that helps traders improve their skills. You can enter to win by simply leaving an iTunes review and leaving a comment on our YouTube videos. At the end of each month, we'll look at the comments and reviews from the month and we'll pick a winner at random. Each comment and each review counts for one entry during the month that it's submitted. So if you're interested in that, be sure to enter after this podcast is over. All right, back to the episode. And that's just because... Like the process of it is boring. Mm. The process of fishing out where should I take a trade next and that sort of thing. That's pretty boring and pretty like, to me, kind of obvious. Like I don't try and convince myself anymore when Mm. I look at the charts like, oh, well, I probably should take this trade because of this or that. I usually know like straight away. I look at the chart and I go, Yep. Within seconds, mm-hmm. like two seconds, I can tell looking at a chart if I, if it's, it's usually really obvious. So in a way it is boring, right? But it still is exciting because you don't know the outcome, the outcome, the uncertainty, that's what you get paid for. And people don't want that. People want certainty. People want a paycheck. And so that's, what's cool about trading is that we get to get paid for taking on risk where other people won't. And so, Hey, enjoy yeah. it. It's fine. Yeah, I think it's also a skill that uh, not too many people can master. So when you do have that successful trade, I think it's a confirmation that you're doing the right thing also, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very rewarding, isn't it? I mean, yeah. like putting all the time in that you've put in, Hugh, putting all those years, all those back tests and getting to the point where you know you can make money is a very, it's like someone can't take that away from you. You know, yeah. it's like having a, a degree or something, you know, it's like, yeah, you did the work, you got it. And so now you're there, you know, and it's, it's really kind of fun having that and knowing that, you know, you're there. It doesn't yeah. mean that you're not going to have a losing streak. It just means that you did it. It's a really nice uh, sense of accomplishment. And most traders don't, they never get there, which yeah. is sad. Yeah. They never get there. They're always looking for something better. They're never really locking into anything. And it's, it's, it's a bit sad, really. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like farming, right? You could think of it that way. Like if you're a farmer, you know how to grow some food. You always have food. You won't go hungry. And it's a similar thing in trading, I think. Or hunting. Yeah. yeah. Hunting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Thanks, Walter. See ya. See ya. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.